0: Bacon make it unique Bacon makes it better you can it better
1: hard to say? Swan Market. It's
2: (laughs) called Segway. Okay, so uh, Grill. It's welcome to to another meeting. Um, My name is Kevin McCann. I'm a butcher.
1: Jason Ellsworth. I don't know what I am. Outdoorsman, butcher, chef. Who knows? He's my dear friend is what he is. And today we're
2: joined by another one of our dear friends, somebody that we both look up to and and what he does both in this industry and in this city. (laughs) Barry from Swans. Barry, how are you doing today? I'm good today, thank you. So, um, I've come here since I've been in Rochester. Jason, does I've been a lot here with you. since
1: the, I remember vividly the first time I walked in here. I was 21 years old, and, and how old are you now? T- 45, uh, 46. In a so couple this weeks. is
0: just just before I bought the place then.
1: I remember because I bought um, this.
0: I bought I bought it in 2000.
1: Yeah. So, so I was here jimmy mack brought me here because jimmy mack and Stu debay were buying all their stuff here and i was pretty much like you're here to like not say anything like just shut your mouth just like i was a 21 year old <laughs> kid and uh Stu, who was the psychology teacher at, or professor at brockport had a relationship with gunther and they would speak german back and forth and jimmy mack would buy stuff here to bring back to the shop and it was just like i remember um they asked me what i wanted for lunch and i was like the only thing I really understood at the time was like goulash. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, my mom makes goulash," and uh, just sat back and was not my mom's goulash. It was really awesome. Yeah, not hamburger. Uh, no, no, there's no <laughs> corn in it. My mom put <laughs> corn in goulash. I don't know what the hell she was thinking. But. Well, I
2: mean, corn's delicious. But let's go. Let's go like several steps backwards. Um, why don't you tell us how you got here and what it was that made swans the the, the sort of career path that, that you chose. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm not a, I'm not a corporate guy, so um, I did Wegmans I did Wegmans for 17 years okay. um, from I think started in like 83 at yeah. Wegmans went in as an uh, um, as just a, a service me clerk, you know, went into the apprenticeship, made my journeyman back room runner, first cutter manager. Um, I, I learned I get I, I value what I learned at Wegmans um, yeah. they taught me how to run a business you yeah. know how to manage your inventories and, and whatnot and uh, but I did struggle with the corporate part of it yeah I think I wasn't really good at I wasn't really good at saying oh yeah that's a great idea yeah you know I yeah. kind of would say well you know I don't I'm not sure if I agree with you on that yeah. and I, you know you can get labeled kind of as negative now I I I was always a good employee i always i mean actually when wegmans first started giving out the employee of the month i was one of the first ones to get it so <laughs>
1: which store were i you worked at? hard
0: i worked hard and i've always worked hard anything yeah, yeah. i do uh-huh. yeah
1: you're the heart one of the hardest working guys i know
0: uh, which store god I, you know i was at so many different Wegmans. Uh, but wow. you, you were at brockport
1: that's for a minute right i was at
0: brockport yeah. for a, for a time yes
1: that's my uh, my one buddy <laughs> still won't come i'm not gonna name his name well uh, russ won't no (laughs) still won't come in here because he worked under barry and when we were in college there he would give us you know strip loin like steaks new york strip as like ground so that
0: was like and i think i catched him oh he caught
1: him the old manager special oh he caught him and uh i don't think you fired him no i didn't i I didn't, didn't
0: i think i just i think i swept it under the rug but it was. been uh, there guys gone that. Well, one of my dearest yeah. friends. Be smarter. Right. Steal, right. Steal yeah, smarter. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a dumbass, <laughs> well, man. You know, like, in
2: front
1: of me, a, dude. Come on. Yeah. Sure. Those are you know. good lessons to learn as a man. Absolutely. Like, okay. So, know.
2: so, so, Wegmans, uh, <laughs> training the youth of America <laughs> to be uh, better thieves, and then it went to <laughs> where.
0: <laughs> so, um, I got to I got to a certain point. Um, I made the meat manager. I went from this store to this store, and it was working my way up, but. You know, I started, generally at Wegmans, if you're starting as a meat manager, you're starting in a small store. Sure. And I started at Driving Park. It was a city store. And, and it was right during the time that they were rolling out their oven-ready things. Okay. And they, they shoved it down my throat, saying, you got to give up this much of your counter and put this stuff in there and take the time to make it. And take the, you know, and, but it didn't sell there. People in that sure, neighborhood yeah. <laughs> were looking to feed their families as cheap as they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't even sell that stuff when I reduced it. So and that wasn't through so.
2: value added product. That was through as cheap as it could be, and they
0: were going to do 100%, it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You yeah. know, I mean, offal. That's sure. what we sold. We sold yeah. the offal, you know, hocks hawk, and just yeah. all yeah. that. And yeah. so you I know, the best, I lived, the best gross profit, you know. So I was
2: working for a meat packer in Manhattan, but I lived across the river in Union City, which is the highest uh cuban population outside of miami uh, florida and the grocery store is there the little bodega food out there it was, it was like it's the best memory i have of there and it's all awful off cuts oh you know? yeah oh yeah utilization so yeah it's great.
0: your margin on that is just crazy so here, here's where i had the problem with they they treated they didn't treat each store like it should be treated and they didn't really let the managers i think at that time manage their store mm-hmm. And so I said, you know, I could have the best gross profit in, in the company sure. there if you leave me alone. But you take and you make me sell this and then I can't I reduce it and I'm already losing margin and then I have to throw it away. Yeah. So my shrink was crazy. And then you have to answer for that. So in that respect. I didn't agree with how they ran things. They said, "Well, it worked at Pittsburgh. It was like, "Yeah, this is Pittsburgh. Yeah. and that's that's where I would get myself into trouble because you know they would come in and say, "Well, what do you think about this?" I go, "Well, yeah, it's great in Pittsburgh, but it's not going to work it's here." different
2: when your boots on the uh, ground. Yes, understand and,
0: the and 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 uh, so you know, all of a sudden you get like, Oh, he's always like, you know, arguing with us and stuff like that." But no, you asked me my opinion. Sure, I give you my opinion. Yeah. I don't so sugarcoat it. Right. Yeah.
2: So corporate wasn't, res- wasn't right. And you ended up moving on to what? Just so so,
0: to here, so, so no Yeah. So, uh, I, my father-in-law knew a guy who was in commercial real estate. We started looking around for a butcher shop, okay. you know, and, uh, we looked at, uh, what was it? Um, it's another German market. Zimmerman's Zimmerman's okay. cause they had closed down and they had a facility, but, um, just wanted too much money for it. And then he put me in contact with Gunther and I came in and met him and I was like, this is pretty cool. And, uh, um, I started, I I started coming in here on my days off and working for him for nothing to see if it was the story of so s- many butchers to right? see if it was something that I wanted to do, so, see yeah. if it was going to be for me or not. And then, uh, yeah. And then, you know, not, not long after that, I was like, okay, we make a deal. We made a deal and, uh, you know, here we are. Um, you know, since then, you know, You know, Guthrie held a paper on this and I paid him off and (laughs) and then I said, oh, I made the deal with the devil. I I knew he had this Mercedes sitting in his garage This is great. and uh, I said to him one day because, you know, I knew that he he didn't really have an income or much money saved. I said, I said, if you if you uh, sign that car over to me, I said, I'll let you live upstairs for the rest of your life for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And how many years, you know, and and so this this car cost me like sixty (laughs) thousand dollars (laughs) because because this is this was this was 12 years ago. Sure. So um, he's still around and he's still around. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I I mean, he he helped me so much in my first years, yeah. you know, just making contacts with people and yeah. teaching me the sausage business. Cause I didn't really know the sausage business. Sure. I, you know, I, I considered myself a pretty good butcher and I knew, you know, that made it an easier transition into it. But uh, at Wegmans, you know, they'd had the time when they brought in the sausage stuffers and you were doing a little bit, but right. you know, nothing like, you know, making, you know, three different liverwursts and blood sausage. So and was, Wegmans, and was
2: Wegmans your first, opportunity cutting meat? Or had you done things <coughs> previous
0: to that? I so so I grew up on a farm. Um, Where'd you grow? Up? Um, down in the southern tier. Okay, what town? Uh, Dundee Dundee. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, sure. So we had a farm. Just there, we yeah. weren't we didn't we didn't farm for a living. That's but we farmed the,
2: the hog roaster. Oh, that, yeah. It, yeah. It came from from the, Creek? the yeah. Mennonite yeah. store right there. Yeah. Right. Anyways, yeah. keep going. Yeah. Sorry about
0: So that. so um, you know, we would raise our own animals and feed ourselves. Yeah. So yeah. we would raise our beef and and honestly, it's how I bought my first car. We would buy calves. We'd raise them. We'd fatten them up, yeah. and then we'd sell them. Yeah. Um, so my, my brother, my older brother, um, actually set up a, a custom meat cutting shop in our old milk house. And so, yeah, I, I was you know, probably at the age of 15, you know, had a knife in my hand and was just doing miscellaneous stuff. So yeah, um, yeah around it all my life. Went to, I went to Alfred State College, um, took a food marketing course, just a two-year degree and met my wife there moved up here i worked uh i got a i got a job at the spicy butcher which was in, down in, in panorama topples butcher shop <laughs> no <laughs> thank god um, but I, I worked in there with a couple of guys for a time it was kind of like the their little bitch kind of thing yeah, yeah and, and yeah. uh um and i worked for coretta beef for a time yeah. and then i then i was as i was working at coretta beef i got a part-time job at Wegmans. And yeah. that's how I got into the into the meat department there. But years? a funny story here is is um, because I did have good knife skills, um, you know. At night I was a part timer at Wagman's working service meat, and there was always a journeyman meat cutter on. Sure. And this is back in the day when they used to bring in the primal cuts, so at night we would break rounds and stuff like that, <laughs> and uh, you know I'd always say, hey, want to race, you know? And this guy was a good butcher. Sure. And we would peel h bones out and you know race doing it yeah. and. And we had, we would have to keep going, we, we would have to keep going until, until he beat me. But then by that time we broke way too many rounds and they'd catch shit for it and stuff, but yeah. That's <laughs> so yeah. I love that. that was a good story. Yeah. Um,
1: so you, how many, how many years have you owned this now? I'll be almost 23, 23. And yeah. you're still considered the new owner. Still <laughs> considered the new owner.
0: Yes. It's Not so why I mean, I, I get less and less of that, yeah. but it's still kind yeah. of a joke that we yeah. make, um, it's always been a funny yeah. thing yeah. to hear it is it, it is a funny thing yeah.
2: So I mean you're like the the standard bearer in town for sausage period and it's I mean and rightfully so, so I mean uh, it's funny because sausage with hunting is something that we're going to end up talking about a lot yeah and you work with a lot of hunters we to do. do sausage yep. right? right and one of the things that hunters try to do right coming out of the gates is make sausage and there's steps that they miss there's there's parts of the process that they are unaware of uneducated into that certainly play a huge role in the quality of what they're going to produce
0: easy for a big fail
2: sure sure Sure. so like why don't you talk a little bit about sausage because i like I mean, it's your specialty. You don't got to get into it too much. You don't got to give away any like secrets or trade. uh, No, I mean,
0: you know, I mean, sausage is about, is is, I got to say number one is, is what, what kind of seasoning and what is your flavor on it? Um, That's the number one thing that people are gonna think, but to make a good sausage, you just have to use good meat. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you can't, you know, hunters come in and they think, oh, this is, this is good. I go, no, I sent many hunters home with their meat saying, no, I can't use that. I'm not making sausage out of that. Right. I'm really fussy about what I put into it. Um, and yeah, it's just a matter of quality, using quality product, you know, and- And, and that's
2: uh, both flavor and food safety.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, seasonings, seasoning is, is huge. Um, and the mixing of your seasoning and, and getting some good recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, but know. yeah, and, but you know, you know, you know as well, you know, Keep it cold while you're making it as cold as you can mm-hmm. for your binding purposes. Um,
2: what is uh, what, what? What's the ratio of liquid that you're going to add uh, to a mix? You, uh, it, or or just roughly? Because you know some guys are going to add uh, like like ice water or crushed ice. Some guys are going depends add on what you're making. Water, right? A- a- agreed. But like I, I don't me, I don't add
0: any liquid to my fresh sausage. Okay. Yeah. Zero. Okay.
2: I, I always I was taught to, yeah. and uh, and the reason was is uh, for three things. Well, four things really. Mixing, You're gonna love the mixing. Mixing, pers so so, so uh, uh, dispersing the, the spices throughout, right? right? Dissolving right. it also, you get a little bit more of an even uh, mix, right? right? uh two you're making an emulsion right so you're, you're well, trying if to, a,
0: an, well if you're making an emulsion even
2: a fr, even just a fresh sausage you're still trying to emulsify meat and fat together so that they bind well right? correct so, right. so that's still uh, it's a loose emulsion but you're still right making right and the water is what helps make that bind happen right it, it helps to uh denature some proteins and so yeah. on and so forth with the salt but then this was the 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 cooking thing right a little bit of extra liquid will help it kind of uh, uh steam from the inside and, and and cook even and if you prick holes in the casings it gives it a, a place to escape and therefore it's not going to pop when you cook it but the, the guy who taught me his thing was i love selling water
0: sure yeah absolutely he
2: goes what, what am i charging per pound for this <laughs> sausage yeah how much water did i just put into that I love selling
0: water. Right, yeah, it's great yeah. for
2: the for the bottom line. Right. I'll tell you, but like that was the old I mean, I, I, trick, that, right?
0: that, absolutely, absolutely. He um, wasn't
2: putting any like he wasn't putting like breadcrumb, right? Like, right, anything, right, like, like, right. Filler, right. But he was he. But you know he and he had all of his legitimate reasons for it's, the water. But then he kind of gave you the, gave wink. the wink. He's like, it's yeah.
1: amazing cooking your sausage like in a frying pan and seeing how much liquid comes out of it without adding liquid to it. Like you know, there's a there's a good amount of like moisture coming out. of Yeah. Stuff. I mean, but you
0: know, like when you make hot dogs and, and things of that nature, yes, water add water yeah. in that in, a, in the form of ice, because you have to keep the meat cold for the chopping yeah. um, to keep your binding. But um, yeah, I, I've never, I've never put water yeah. into How about
2: that content. Where, where, where do you stand on, you know, just for like your, your standard uh, hunter, you just, you know, brought something in and he wants to make a venison sauce. So
0: we go, we, we go 50, 50 with yeah. pork butt. OK, I try to I try to find the fattiest pork, but I can mm-hmm. when I do venison, sure, um, I'll, I'll go to butt. as far as taking the lean, lean cuts out of a butt mm-hmm. um, because I use them for chopping and okay. things of that nature. Um, but, you know, venison is so lean to begin with, you know ideally you want to get some fat in there. Otherwise you're going to have a dry sauce. So are you trying
2: to get to like a 70, 30, a 75, 25? Yeah. I mean, 20? I think, I think
0: with Venice, I think if you're talking venison, you know, if you can get to a, if you can get to an 80, 20, you're probably yeah. doing good. And that's going 50, okay. 50. Yeah. Um, I, and then, and the same thing with our, our regular pork sausage, you know, I think, I think that, uh, I, I don't like it to be leaner than, than 80%. Yeah. Um, it's, that's the dryness, right? That's yeah, yeah. the sand. Absolutely. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and, and less flavor. I mean, sure. your flavor and,
2: and the nice thing about pork, too. And it's one of the things that uh, maybe the, the hunter isn't necessarily considering, but the, pork itself is a is a softer protein in general so it's gonna make the bite that you eat just a little
0: bit more palatable to chew on as well Well, yeah i mean there's it 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 has more moisture in it as well than than beef right we
1: for years and years and years um would have a sausage party, like when, yeah, it would it'd be the end yeah, of the year. Yeah,
0: you you, you you invited girls to the sausage party. It I was hope. topless
1: sausage yeah. party. there. Okay. Yeah. We it's are. weird you get invited. <laughs> um, but the idea behind it was like everybody'd have their grind from the year, and like we'd meet up in January February it. was still pretty cold outside in you know my parents' barn, mm-hmm. and there'd be ten, twelve guys show up, and we'd make a few hundred pounds of sausage in a day, and it was always funny because my old man would be like. All right, who's uh who's the most sober here? All right, <laughs> you're on the grinder. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but it was uh you know our sausage recipe, the one that the one we were talking about before. Uh, my old man found I don't know like 25 30 years ago in a, in a book, and it flipped out, and it was his great grandmother's book, and it was. Uh, I remember picking it up, and it was like so, f- like it could have just flaked apart in my hands, but it was. It's a D sauce, the venison sauce recipe, school, right? But yeah, it's exactly what it was, and, and I was like, I think we have to make this, and we, that's what we made forever, and um, it was it was awesome. But we it was at the bottom, the bottom of the line. It was like the last ingredient it was one cheap beer, and he goes, well, we got a lot of that. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: that that's that week. That, that's it, the old school. It'd be right, a,
1: right? It'd be a yeah. 12, 13 hour day, sure. And the guys that showed up at the end were just coming to pick up their stuff, but it was like you, know, you can't can't just drink beers all day and expect to be like uh a super productive member of the team right so they'd start at like eight and like you know it'd be me and the old man in the bar and at like you know midnight and like just the headlights coming in you guys all set let me just grab my buckets and get out of here and you know <laughs> that kind of after years <coughs> and years doing it started rubbing the wrong way and we would process he and i every year probably 50 60 deer yeah. between the two of us yeah. and uh, it was always friends <coughs> and family stuff and that that had to come to a abrupt stop. My, my mom's family's all sheriffs out where, she lives in Marion, that's where we processed the deer. And um, we, she came home one day to two, there was a, it was a it was kind of a culmination of events that stopped the, the processing. The old man thought it would be a good idea to like take all the grind that we had, you know, hundred and some odd pounds that was frozen and put it on her brand new washer and dryer. And it looked like Helter Skelter next morning. So that kind of like led into yeah. we're not doing this anymore. To the next event was Mom um, ain't happy no more. Mom was not happy. No. She came <laughs> home with two dead doe in the driveway. Sure. Like just like blocking the driveway and lost her shit as she should have. There's no tags on the deer, nothing. It's like, what the hell's coming? Like, what's going on here? This is, you know, like any one of my brothers could have pulled in. Sheriff's like, no, like we can't do this anymore. And it turns out that her my old man's cousin had uh MS and couldn't fill out his tags. So like he killed those doe in the morning and like just left in the driveway, called the old man, never got the message. Uh. But that was, that was it. Cha-chunk, it's yeah, over, like done. no more deer at the house. <clears throat> you know,
0: when I was processing deer, I mean, we had, I had the DEC, he would come every night yeah. and check tags. Yeah. Um, And there was a few times that, that, you know, whether people got too comfortable that it decided that I wasn't home, but yeah. they just oh, left yeah. their deer in my yeah. driveway, yeah. and and I would figure out who it was, and I would call them and say, come get your deer. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? not cool. I guess, no, come in a residential neighborhood, and, and they would just yeah. dump but that's it the, off.
2: But, and that's the, the story that you hear from a lot of processors. Oh, and yeah. They're just like, the, the respect that the hunter sometimes shows the animal that they killed and how they treat it, and then in how they treat you
0: yeah. and how they drop it off yeah. also
2: isn't cool. And that's like yeah. a piece, like Jason and I have talked a bunch, like <coughs> the, Reverence. the hunter itself yeah. has, to t- has to up yeah. their game. Absolutely. To, to, you, know,
1: you, you see those, it, it's, I, I always have, there's always something inside of me that's like slightly annoyed by like the, why would you kill that little buck? Why would you like, you shot that doe all the shit? Like why? Like, and, and then just leaving that to the processor, which is like another shitty thing to do. It's unfortunate. That I think that's like a black eye to the hunter. Like, how many, like, we're looking at all those deer. I'm like, why would you shoot that deer? Or, like, Hmm. we passed that deer up and, like, or or shot it freaking four or five times. That's the worst, you know, you get somebody
0: that brings in, like, a a, a fawn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That year's fawn, and they shoot it. I I once gave a guy his his meat back in a shoebox. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I went inside and got a shoebox and go, this is funny, but it was still 60 bucks. Yeah. Here you go. My old man's trick was to, uh,
1: <laughs> any.
0: Right? He yeah. shot it all the pieces. It was small to begin with. Yeah. yeah. And literally, because I did everything boneless, I didn't ever yeah. saw. Right. And I, I went inside and got a shoebox. That's just going to make a point, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I love Yeah. It.
1: Uh, my old man's trick was when guys didn't, um, Properly eviscerate their animals, like mm-hmm. they, they wrap mean, it up and put
0: the asshole. Oh back my over. god! I did that vacuum-packed
1: assholes, like it was his job. Tenderloin boy,
2: vacuum-packed assholes, like it was his job. You That's know, so
1: like four or five months later, some guy would call me like, po- "I don't know what this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is." it like, <laughs> it's "Got poop in it. <laughs> it
2: smells like poop." Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: uh, I would, I, I would, yeah, idea. I would, yeah. So was, let's.
2: So let's talk, because like the, the, the processing part is, is a part of what you have done, right? And, Correct. And uh, the retail part of the business, obviously, was where everything started uh recently within the last couple of years you opened up another facility so that you can do a usda mass production on sausages to be able to send things out so why don't you talk a little bit about like the difference between your the retail operation and that 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 essentially manufacturing operation that you have and and like how that like growth of your company has like manifested itself
0: well, I mean, as, you know as the years came on um, for the market here, so I, I bought in two thousand ten is when I bought the other building okay. and started a a renovation, which took me a number of years because yeah. I just I wasn't ready I, was, I couldn't afford to just have somebody come in and do all this work, so it was there was years of you know my electrician buddies helping me, my HVAC buddies helping me you know, put two coolers and a production room together and, and then acquiring um, the equipment. And then finally <coughs> getting the kuhun is enough to to start sure, you yeah. know, dealing with the, you know, writing a HACCP plan. That's, and that's the process. Right I had there. somebody write it for me. It, and, and that's the only smart thing to do. And, and it, it, it was it is smart.
2: Um, the, as far as like the scientific documentation of it, you got to understand what your critical uh, points oh, are oh, correct, your correct. Analysis, but, but there right. was also
0: you know the, the woman who wrote it and it worked for me but as time has gone by you know my inspectors would say yeah you don't need this in here you know if it says you're gonna do this you're gonna do it I'm gonna check but you don't need to do that so we slowly right. you know with the help of, of the USDA inspectors have trimmed it down to a little less paperwork yeah. but um, yeah. so I mean I think really the biggest difference between you know usda and retail production is 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 uh paperwork yeah you know paper trail and,
2: and, i mean it, uh, it, it's just that because they they're still looking for the same things they, they're still inspecting you on the same thing of course it's just the paperwork and where it's it's kept is a little bit different and, but it's and, good that and, doing
0: and you know compared to you know ag and markets which come once a year to the usda which comes every production day correct right. yeah, yeah. Right. And whether they stay the whole time or they're there for a minute, they're checking your records. Um, so who
2: do you, what, the product that you're making there, where is that getting distributed? Yeah, I was say, you know, it, it, it,
0: so w- we use a lot of it here. You know, it's just it takes a little bit pressure off us, but but you know, a lot of restaurants, um, Genesee Brewhouse, Roarbox, both locations, you know, a bunch of little breweries. Um, honestly, after after you know, I'm going to be down and out for a few weeks i'm probably going to hit the hit the pavement and try and do a little selling gotcha um, so
2: is the plan then to try to distribute into into
0: grocery stores um to, to expand to so that level so or? yeah that, that, that was my original plan mm-hmm. when, when i left wegmans i said you guys are going to have my shit in here someday sure and uh you know not necessarily do i want it in wegmans because um how, how business is done sometimes but right. uh um that would be the next level would be getting labels made yeah. um, labeling and nutritional facts and yeah. and testing on shelf lives and, and all that stuff. And if I'm really it's really not. I'm a I'm a I'm a sausage maker. I am not a paper pusher. It's my we
2: interested in any of that. One of my most dear mentors, Mark Alia, down in the Hudson Valley, he had the Hudson Valley Sausage Company, right? And he started with a little small shop in, in Highland, New York. And he developed it into a USDA sausage producing facility. And he was distributing to uh, grocery stores, Adams, and, and other right. spots right. in the Hudson Valley and whatnot. Okay. So he's got some experience on that. And just as far as like pointing in directions and telling right. the hurdles he had to <coughs> overcome, right. super nice guy down to earth, dude. You yeah. guys would be fast yeah. friends. If so. you could
1: just figure out how to um, ship me your stuff. In places that'd be huge because I feel like I'm getting so, ready to so leave. Here, so that's here, the USDA. He yeah, yeah, yeah he that's. I bet I'm right. getting ready to leave tomorrow, and I'm going to be at. You know, I'm going to be gone for 45 days, and there's camps that, like, I, I, I always think like the guy in my head that like I just want to slide him the liverwurst from here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Try this, you know, or the the meat. So sticks, there's certain you know, things, certain have. things, yeah, yeah. certain
0: things in our in our uh, in our USDA. Portfolio. Um, not everything that I make um, yeah. is in that. Um, so yeah, I mean, but here's here, but here's the other thing is that you know, I'm I'm looking forward to retirement. Are you? You know, <laughs> well, you know, I've been I've been in this meat business for 40 years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm getting tired. Yeah. 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 And I want to and I want to enjoy you know I want to enjoy retirement a little bit. I know I got six yeah. grandkids. I want to be able to watch their games and this and that. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. So I, I mean, I'm not it's, not, it's not, it's you not, know. it's not, you know, I'm not, it's not tomorrow, yeah. but you know, I'm hoping within the next five. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping I have, you know, I have a transition in place my, my son-in-law and my son, uh, both are working here and, and I'm so looking, looking business. like it's going to transition into that, but that's for them to decide where they want to go. Yeah. I like I, it. I, cons- I like that I consider that. it a family business um, I didn't require it from a family member but yeah. but I feel like he's Everybody's my family. Crazy uncle yeah so <laughs> so in that in that and I not think that he would say the same about me yeah of course well, he would. So I'm not sure how I would work in a partnership because yeah. I can tend to <clears throat> be controlling they tell me what? <laughs> well you just want it done right <laughs> but you yeah. know here's the thing you know I yep. so you want to I I bought this place when I was, you know, 34 years old yeah. and I worked my ass off. And, and for the first five years, it was me and maybe one or two other people. Yeah. You know? I know, an idea
2: about that though. Let's, <coughs> let's, let's focus on that for one second. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think that's really important for a lot of people. At 34 years old, after years of work, you you decided to in your own words have the cojones and put your money where your mouth was right exactly
0: that's
2: that's old school work here now you're talking about the way that these guys are going to operate too so are there other things that you have noticed in the industry in ways that people work in ways that businesses operate nowadays that are be- different some better some worse because I think that we all see
0: a little bit better a little bit worse right Well, yeah I mean I, I think right now you know people's whole outlook on you know I'm gonna make a lot of money but I don't want to work hard yeah it, I, I see that and you know in this business you got to work hard it doesn't you know it's not and yeah you've got new machineries that make your life easier you know I I mean, when I first started here, my brick smokehouse, every every piece of sausage that went out of this place was touched. I think I've counted it, you know, probably close to 40 times before it went out the door Mm. between bringing the meat in, cutting the meat, then grinding the meat, mixing the meat, and regrinding the meat and stuffing the meat, and hanging it on on the racks and putting it into the smokehouse and taking it out of the smokehouse, into the kettle, and out of the kettle into the cooling. And, you know, I counted it one time. It was like a crazy amount of... uh, t- touches yeah. Yeah. and you know now you know in my other place it's like you know a rack full of sausage gets rolled in there and it gets rolled into the cooler and do you think something
2: is lost in the automation or do you think that no. some efficiency improves no. the process
0: yeah. no I, I, I no, I think it improved the process no yeah. doubt no doubt now do I think that sausage that I'll make here in this store is a little different than what I make down there yes okay Quali- qualitative
2: differences I
0: I, I don't think in, I don't think in a quality wise no I mean I think our quality is the same as we well, there's do something this, to be said about but it's old but it's a but it's an old smokehouse, yeah, and yeah. and it's a and it's a little bit more hands-on yeah. touch because it's not a push a button on a on yeah. a on a one year a, did that smoke cycle so
2: if you can't necessarily put a finger on it would you say that it is it's just the feel it's just the emotional connection it's, that you it's, have it's, with it's a it little bit board? more
0: of the old school and how i started you know like that's, old, old, that's great the old, there's something to the be said about that 100%. I think that's why people come and here. and and in this in this book I was, you know when did that fire uh, up for the first time uh it was the mid-20s i believe this, this store is so like 26. that's insane yeah, that's yeah.
1: yeah. 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 So there's nothing this is that's where i mean when people walk into this place, they feel something for it. You don't say the word Swan Market to like somebody and not have their like, like when the lunch conversation comes up, which we I used to have a lot in the beer industry. Like, where are we going to lunch today? And it, or the the acronym would be Wilt. Where's lunch today? <laughs> and like it would that. be it would be there'd be the you know the normal three places that popped up all the time. And it was you know most of the time you could sit down here and have a couple <coughs> steins and. It, in my 100 percent expert opinion there's no better food pairing than german beer and german food
2: it certainly does feel like it was built like purpose built they're perfect right? there's per- there's perfect like right? when
1: you're like when you're <coughs> getting into like a schnitzel like, crispy salty crunchy yeah. and like you know i haven't had my Crisp, mouth my bubbly. mouth is starting to water i haven't had a beer in a year in like a month or so and now like you think like and you hit that with like the perfect like old school German Pilsner behind it. It's perfect. Yep. It's perfect. And the we do sell I, a lot of beer. It it makes sense. Sell a lot well, of beer.
2: So take a, a great pairing. Yeah. Like German beer, German food. Yeah. Take uh, an obvious Sage great product guru that is oh, made that by started. someone with experience yeah. and who learned from people with experience. Yeah. Right. So you traditional learning here right the way it should be look at the environment that we're in right now right so it it's all of those that's that's why i asked the question about like if if you couldn't put the finger on a qualitative difference on the the actual product between the two facilities if you thought that it might be just
0: it's more of a yeah it's here
2: but but again like that's that's part of the product, like the atmosphere inside of this yeah. building. The smells, is you're part of the in it smells your are smelling here. It takes
0: you, it takes you back yeah. to the beginning, yeah. which was a happy time. Mm-hmm. Still a happy time. Still for a sure. happy time. But uh, this is a lot of people's happy place. you, I, you don't, don't see too many people. and they space. all have a different happy
2: time and a happy reason right. why this is their place, right. and that's cool too. Uh,
1: I mean, when you think about Rochester gems, this is the shining example of that. There's no no other place I love as much as this place. You know, it's and kind of
0: funny because people, people are always like, ah, you know, you should, you should move to Webster. You should move to Pittsburgh. No you should move I to here. Pitt's you should move here. here. And I look at him and I go, well, you should make it bigger. I, you should do this. I go, look. It's perfect. You know, you, I, you, can't, you can't move this yeah. somewhere and have it feel the same. No, right. no. It's perfect. I, I, j- I really don't think you could. No. And, it's, uh, it's the
2: same feeling that kids have when they go away to college and their parents sell the house and move away. They come back and they go, Where'd my house
1: go? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is my house. And I can tell 100%. you that you're one hundred percent right that there is like the experience adds to the flavor which this experience here, you know, the from you know, sitting around being taken care of by the wonderful ladies forever and like having them, you know, ask how you're doing, like, how this is going for you, like, looking at the beer wall, like, salivating over the sausage cases, there's not too many, like, (laughs) as a, as like, what I'm doing now, like, a huge part of my life was, I wasn't allowed in, I've told you this forever, like, I wasn't allowed in hunting cabs, like, without the beer and the sausage. Like, where's the sausage? Alright, get it out, boy. Like, and, uh, it would always be funny to sprinkle in dragon's breath in there, because my old man would have (laughs) one too many beers, and then, (laughs) God dang in there, I told you, I'm like. That's yeah. dirty. It's dirty, but it's fun. But the experiences, it's something palpable, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been a, good ride. And it's been the, a and, good ride.
2: And the so, the the, the lunch service and the retail, sort of co-mingling as it all goes too was something that I thought was brilliant, and I tried to mimic it to to the degree that I did when my shop was open because that that sort of like barbershop feel that you get when you're in here because
0: of it, right? The, the commotion, the right, activity, right, yeah, and right. all of it. Yeah. Everybody, uh, yeah, <laughs> You never know I, who you're I, you know. going you know. I, It's funny because I, I have people, you know, that used to come in here with their little kids, you know, yeah, little yeah. ones, yeah. you know, newborns, and yeah. now those kids are coming in and having a beer with yeah. me, yeah. which is yeah. like kind of crazy. Well, Laney
1: has been in here her whole life. Like, and yeah, you know, yeah. she used to, you guys you, you used to give her chocolate off the wall, and that's still, like, she's 19 now. And that's still, <laughs> like, you know, today I was like, to uh, well, Swan, maybe you want to meet me for lunch? And she's like, we'll see, Dad. But maybe, <laughs> then, then like five minutes later, who's going to be there? <laughs> it's amazing to take this, a little bit of this place with you. And I, I think that's, like, one of my uh, favorite things is, like, I'm going to the sportsman show tomorrow in harrisburg i'll be there for five days mm-hmm. you'd shit and hat wrong to think that there's not going to be a shit ton of those snap sticks behind the booth the whole yep. time and mm-hmm. it, you know that's a cool thing too because like that's a, that that's built rapports with me over and over again uh with folks i mean like the, that was <clears> the first the, char- the the reason i'm going to harrisburg tomorrow is to go work with my buddy who owns that charter and like the, the the reason I'm working with him on the charter is because I fed him liverwurst on the boat and he lost his mind over it.
0: Never, that, never sure. underestimate the power of the sausage. I don't, no, no, no. I don't. Mm-mm. It's a powerful thing. Sure is sure and, and you know, mystical. I have a, a
2: special place in my heart for liverwurst because again, the guy who I was telling you about in the Hudson Valley, yeah. that was his thing was liverwurst. And so I got out here and I had yours and I was just like, oh boy. Yeah. I'm, I, I, now I can have an emotional connection to this place yeah. too, right? Um, I, I hated when people asked me this and so I'm, really relishing the opportunity to ask you what is your favorite product that you make like, like so so it's uh you're 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 super hungry you gotta eat something you're going into the right into your retail case right bologna now.
0: sandwich you're just going to yeah bologna straight up right. bologna it's
2: wonderful right
0: yeah. are you going to go with your
2: ring bologna or are you gonna
0: <coughs> i'm just going to take a couple slices off of a, uh, my bologna and, and throw it on a piece of bread Maybe maybe a little maybe a little hot sauce or maybe I'm not a huge mustard person. Most of the time, it's just kind of straight up.
2: Okay. Yeah, I like it. You know, you have a real old school bandsaw and a really old school case, and you have all of this like vintage, wonderful, beautiful stuff that it's, you know, some hipster butcher in a big city would probably come here and be oh, like, yeah. I'll give you a million dollars for that. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, like you know, like this is it's. Part of the the feel of what's here. So like, do you have problems keeping any of that machinery up? Do you look into potentially replacing any of that stuff? Or you know, I I have a
0: I have a grinder in here that I that I had I've had since I was processing deer out of my garage, and uh, had to have a new case built for it. And you know, I mean, very small amount of work done on it. But you know, if you just maintain those pieces of equipment. They just run. The old stuff was tanks. Tanks. tanks
1: right? That's that grinder we used down at the, what I was talking about
0: earlier on, the, the place where we crosses on our deer, the things from the early fifties. Right. The stuffer, I, the stuffer I have back here is probably, God, it's gotta be 50 plus years old. It broke one time. Yeah. I had, and, and, and one of my customers, you know, a, a, a German craftsman took that and I said to him, I said, ah, Klaus, I don't think we can fix this one. He says if man can make it man can fix it yes. and he I took that, that thing that. with him and he he put a beat of weld around that thing sure and this is this is 10 15 years ago probably yeah, yeah. still running I it's, love that. Still it's interesting running.
1: the barter uh, i mean and i'm sure there was some monetary uh transaction involved but i'm sure there was some sausage that went on with that back then.
0: him oh majority sausage it, it would, i think i think i think it, it was a matter of yeah you're in the book for this much cost because yeah. the, the materials that he had to do it was all pretty much his yeah. time, yeah. It and it took him a long time because there's a be there's a bead around the bottom of that thing, and you would laugh because I mean the thing it was cracked a long time and finally just <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no. So <laughs>
1: it, it's funny to see that barter system alive and well. In, no, uh, in you the, you have in the in the beer and brewing industry. Small I was uh, I was introduced to that in, a, in a, as an unwilling participant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About. Fifteen years ago, Gunther, uh, I told him I had a hind from elk, and elk hind He's like, "That's me. I'll make you some amazing stuff." I'm like, "This is awesome, right?" And uh, I mean, hind elk is you know, huge chunk of meat. And uh, I came to like a couple days later. He's like, "Yeah, it's all set." And he like threw me like a couple pieces of salami. I was like, "Where's uh?" It was Champlin. It was super freezer burn. Like we lost a lot of it. He's like, "All right, yeah, right. I understand." And then every one of the bars that I frequented. Jason, do you wanna try some of this, elk, <laughs> this <laughs> elk snapstick? Gunther brought it in. I'm like, son-. so I got it back in one way or the other. But it was it was like literally throughout the next two weeks, like, do you wanna try some of this elk snapstick? Gunther gave it to me, like you sort I feel of like it. we could do an entire
2: hour oh, just yeah. on Gunther yeah. stories yeah. Yeah. like just sitting yeah. at this table. Which oh, was just yeah. really funny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I could I could fill I could fill many hours by myself. <laughs> they've got their Good, bad and everything in between. Yeah, like
1: as right? a whole words. you you got to love the guy. Right. But like it's uh you know, yeah. you're It one that
2: you sometimes have to separate the art from the artist sometimes to still enjoy him. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll yeah. tell you what, that guy that guy um definitely an artist. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I when I first bought this um I didn't, he didn't let me touch that chopper for the first half a year probably, mm-hmm. watch me, watch me, watch me. Yeah. And then we'd do something different, the same sausage, different this day. And I was like, you know, and he'd be like, what are you, you I go, well, we didn't make it like this last week. He goes, this is how we're making it this week, mm, yeah. you know, but, yeah. but in that teaching just taught you there's like, yeah, there's you know, more than one way to skin a cat 100%. and, and, and uh, you know, yeah, sometimes you need to push it out quicker, but here's a way to do it and still have it come out good. Um, so, yeah, and the, and the teaching, you know, that continued um, for 10 years probably. Yeah, that's You awesome. know, and after 10 years, he's fin- finally, he's not looking over my shoulder so much anymore. <laughs> and now after 23 years, you know, yeah, I... I, I Every once in a while, every once in a while, he'll cut my back fat for my blood sausage or something because mm-hmm. he he likes. I hate doing it because it's just a tedious job, and sure. he and he loves doing it. That's yeah. his, you know. He's at a
2: point in his career. He's like, I'll take the time, I take the to th- make, it to make, real. make it nice and square yeah. and perfect,
0: and but he, uh, he's, he's yeah, no, he's a, he's a he's a he's a one of a kind. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm well, very sorry you man, and uh, yeah, you know, I sure. I, <laughs> I really
2: appreciate you uh, letting us come <clears> in and you know take up some of your space, take up some of your time. Yeah, that's fun. But uh, you know, as a, as another butcher, uh, as as a hunter who has done work with you, it, you know, we both, when we decided we wanted to, to to do this this podcast, one of the first people that we brought up was your name because yeah. it's just like you know, it you're sort of like a connection point yeah. for so many right, people, right, certainly true. between yeah. us. So yeah. you know, really appreciate you, man. Well, I was putting uh, a
1: sausage in my mouth and I was like, Barry, we should talk to Barry. <laughs> There's
0: gobble no gobble. sausage
1: jokes. <laughs> like we haven't made one sausage joke oh, not God. one meat joke the whole time yeah but it's when what makes so the when world you say you're on. putting your sausage no, 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 in your mouth no no sausage, it's, it's really sausage and i put it in my mouth <laughs>
2: took us all the way here to the end to get to that <laughs> uh but i uh, really appreciate everybody uh, uh. <laughs> coming in and tuning in to another meeting very thanks very much again for letting oh you guys are not
1: gonna make me feel well, bad about exposing a joke that we've been making for 20 years. Listen,
2: if there's anything that we're going to do on this podcast, it's make sure all of the exposure of you.
1: And the sausages. Happens. Yeah, well, you know sausage, what? Sausage. Like, ex- yes. Sausage exposure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See you next time. Appreciate <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. All right, let me buy some meat.